Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Collaborative Voices from Community Networks Aotearoa. Conversations and interviews on all kinds of subjects of interest to the community and voluntary sector. Listen up for Collaborative Voices from Wellington Access Radio. Welcome to Collaborative Voices. My name's Ros Rice and I work for Community Networks Aotearoa. And this is our pre-Christmas show with some really important messages for you. It's my great pleasure to welcome to the studio Karen Billings-Jensen. And Karen is the CEO of Age Concern New Zealand. Now, welcome, Karen. Hi, welcome. Thanks, Ros. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. Um, I just wanted to give you a wee bit of history on Karen. Um, she's come here from a long time working at Bernardo's. What did you do at Bernardo's, Karen? So I was a regional manager for yeah. um, services actually across the lower North Island, but also right across New Zealand. Right. So, so you came with lots of skills to age concern. I've been in the NGO sector for over 30 years yeah. um, prior to Bernardo. Bernardo's, I was at the Wellington City Mission. Yep. So my focus has always been on vulnerability, equity, access to services and voice. And so mm. age concern, again, is a Perfect. wonderful match. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for coming. Um, tell me a little bit more about age concern. A lot of people think they know what age concern is about, but what does age concern actually do and who do you actually represent? So age concern is a charity that's dedicated to the over 65s and their friends in whānau. Mm. That's me. (laughs) Age Concern is, there's 30 local age concerns right across the country. So we're a federated model. So I work for Age Concern New Zealand and our role really is to support the members and the work that they do in local communities and also be a voice for um, issues that impact older people, whether that's with government or other national organisations. It's very similar to what um, CNA actually does. Um, So our memberships are all completely independent of us. Mm. Um, But what we provide for them is that that voice and that link and information sharing and support. So it's similar. Absolutely. I mean, we talk about information exchange because we're wanting to put information out to our members, but also ensure that we hear their voices and the issues that they're seeing in our local communities. That's right, yeah. So we're here to do a pre-Christmas show because we're planning for a great holiday season, but we need to talk about social connection. So tell me about what that is and why it's so important. Well, social connection is a big part of life. We're all connected to other people. And sometimes we talk around social connection as loneliness. And I think we need to remember that loneliness doesn't mean being alone. Mm. There are many people that enjoy time being alone, but there are also those that experience loneliness. And there are things that happen around the Christmas and holiday season that can make it harder. A lot of the regular activities that people go to shut down. Yes, So some of those places where people might get social connection just don't exist for a matter of weeks. And that can just make things harder for people and make them experience loneliness at a time when maybe the rest of the country is at the beach or having great family times. We need to remember not everyone 
um, will be at the beach having their barbecues. Many people will be still at home and might be experiencing increased loneliness over the period. So loneliness is really about whether or not you're connecting with other people and if you have somebody to talk to and if you have things that you can share with others. So a lot of people who are in the older age range, not only um, maybe they don't have that big wide social connection, but some of them might not actually be physically able to go out there and go to the barbecue at the beach and things like that. What can their families do? I guess one of the good things is to think around making a plan Mm. for what the summer might look like for Nana or Mum Mm. or Dad and think around what are the things that we can put into plan around how someone might check in, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) if they're away, Mm -hmm. how someone might, um, you know, what will be the plan if we're all away and and, and Mum's alone in Wellington? Who are the neighbours? Have we checked in? Do they know that Mum might not have someone easy to be able to get to her if something happens. What's the plan if there is a health emergency? I was going to say. All those things that we can just talk about. Mm. And I think talking around how we'll check in, whether it's regular phone calls if we're not calling in, Mm. um, because we know that there is actually a health risk to people when they're lonely and isolated. There's also, um, you know, with the pandemic and things Mm. like that, a lot of people will have been experiencing isolation already. So um, it seems to me that uh, what what may happen in Christmas might actually add and build on that previous isolation. Absolutely. So we're coming off a time where for a number of years um, people have been instructed to stay at home. Yeah. And that's been... um, Really hard. Mm. So they've, um, we are seeing that older people largely are still reticent about coming out. And in this current wave, messages are around keeping yourself safe. Yes. So we've found that some of the amazing groups that run across communities that people might have gone to, gone to, they've been less inclined. And there's been some short snapshots in communities that have shown uh, people are less comfortable with going out into crowds. And that might even impact on getting shopping in for a period where we'll have a couple of days when some of the usual things like shops will be closed. So there's a whole range of things that need to go into planning and thinking Mm. around Christmas. What about people who don't have family and don't have family around? Yeah, and again, that's made worse by Christmas. They have to plan for themselves. Absolutely. Yes. So it is thinking, you know, what is it? And again, where are the places that I might find connection? Mm. Um, And again, we know that being alone doesn't always equate with loneliness. Right. But it's recognising, you know, and across neighbourhoods, where might you see a neighbour and you think, gosh, their curtains haven't been open for a few days or I haven't seen them coming down to the letterbox. So it's all really for all of us, I guess, thinking around those that live around us as well. Do you think making that kind of plan, for example, um, may involve cost. Oh, absolutely. And we're already seeing with cost of living that the That's pressures around food, around things that we would normally see as being items we might purchase at Christmas or items mm. we might have and ways that we might celebrate however is important to us individually or as a whānau. And so when those costs are there, it's much harder. 
Mm. Um, and even going out and doing activities where yeah. petrol and yes. there, you know, um, and we know that public transport is also impacted around people's ability to go places. Um, and in we, Christmas it might be less. I mean, they're already cutting the buses all over the place. Yes, and we're seeing again the impacts of COVID on the yes. abilities for some of those services to keep running. So we, we're still definitely still seeing the impact of COVID on how people engage in community. Um, and I think, again, over that Christmas period, it's liable to get a little worse for people. You know, my husband and I are quite outgoing people and we're fortunate to be physically quite capable of running down the block or whatever we need to do. But last Christmas we were at home on our own and our next-door neighbour rang us up and said, come over for Christmas dinner. And it was the nicest thing. It was a Chinese family and it was the most amazing banquet Honestly, we hope they do it again this year. But (laughs) um, why I'm just putting it out there. If you're in a a, a street and there are people living alone, that's something you can do. Invite them over for Christmas dinner, even if they're not your family. Just think of the joy that you can bring to people, just sharing that special time. And even if it's not for Christmas dinner, just over that period – just see if there are ways that you connect. I mm. know that we might have a fear on knocking on someone's door who we mm. don't know, but actually what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, they could slam the door. <laughs> the best thing that could happen is you can say, look, actually I don't think we've met mm. and maybe we could exchange phone numbers in case something goes wrong. Mm. We're not immune to natural disasters and no. problems here as well. So I think the more connected we can create in our neighbourhoods, the better protection for those that might be vulnerable. Mm. And the feel-good factor for what you can do to keep an eye on a neighbour. I remember, I haven't heard about it for a year, but they used to hold Neighbours Day Mm. where all the neighbours got together and had a street party or... And again, that's still being encouraged. It's just Mm. COVID has made it a little bit more challenging. So just very quickly before we go to our music, I want to talk about elder abuse and neglect, and that includes self-neglect. So it's easy to say these things, but some people, because of their sadness and um, the their inability to be outgoing, don't look after themselves well enough. Absolutely. So we not only have elder abuse that's often caused by someone who they trust and, you know, the, the very sad things that it's often a family member mm-hmm. that may... Um, be abusing someone. But the self-neglect is really just around what is it that you need to do to keep yourself hydrated, particularly as we come into summer, Mm. and keep yourself well. And again, there's a whole range of things around physical activity, getting enough sleep, eating right, that actually are really important in later life Mm. because that will enable you to minimise some of the health impacts of... The message before we go to our song is... um, Look after yourself as well. It's great if people out there are looking after you, but the one person who has to do the most is you. You need to look after yourself and make sure you're well and healthy and if something's not right that you are able also to reach out. There's no shame in that. It's actually really important. So I really want to encourage you over this Christmas break to um, look after yourself. And that kind of leads beautifully into the song that we're about to play. And it's Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. He's looking at himself in a mirror. And that's what we want you all to do is 
check yourself out and make sure you're okay. Welcome back, and that was Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. And I'm talking to Karen Billings-Jensen, and Karen is the CEO of Age Concern New Zealand. And Age Concern is such an important organisation because they look out for, support their own organisations around the country, and they provide a voice about issues that are affecting people 65 plus in New Zealand the voice goes out to other organisations, to government, to the media, 
And it's make sure that we don't forget our older population. Actually, our older population is uh, statistically growing hugely. There's all these boomers, <laughs> which I am one, uh, get older. And um, do you know, like I'm just asking you off the top of my head there, but do you know what the percentages of growth? Certainly by 2048 there's going to be a huge increase and we're also seeing um, in the next 10 years and they've started to talk about communities that have hyper-ageing. So we've got communities that are identified as having more people over 65 than they have of young people. younger people and, and workers. And so again, that really changes how a community and the type of services it might need. A, um, a friend of mine up in Auckland was busy pushing to me a couple of years ago. She went over to Holland and they had large communities um, housing there where they had a mix of elderly people, young families, students, the whole thing, and how great that worked because the older people looked after the kids while the others went to work mm. and, and, you know, everybody mixed together in big communal kitchens and things like that. Anyway, that's by the by. Yeah. But, but I do think that great. intergenerational um, models are really important. Um, We're going to have to push that yeah. when there's lots and lots of older people mm. and, you know. Well, older people have so much to give still, and so much wisdom we don't want to, um, no. whether it's through employment or in how our communities are structured. That's right. We want to make sure... It'd be sad if they were all ghettoed into one spot and they didn't have that community to to talk to and that community didn't have them to talk to. Absolutely, which is this picking up on the social connection we were talking yeah, about before. that's right. So <clears throat> just quickly talking about some of the very specific things over the summer months that we'd like to bring into highlight that people need to do to take care of themselves because that was the last moment we were just in the first section we were just talking about the most important thing being self-care and looking after yourself as well. Heat and sun protection is something that came up because I think we're going to get a hot summer at some point in time, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. It looks like that's what they're predicting. And I think what we've seen um, through the heat waves that we've seen in the Northern Hemisphere in their summer, that heat... Um, Taking steps around supporting yourself through a hot summer is really important. So it is important to stay hydrated. It's important, you know, you can even look to make sure you include in your diet foods that are, have greater water contact, like strawberries or cucumber or lettuce. Oh, it would be so hard having to eat <laughs> strawberries. Again, as long as you can <laughs> afford them, as we've said. Yeah. But thinking around wearing clothes with light colours, thinking around pulling the curtains in the rooms that get a lot of sun, mm. um, and also thinking around the times that you might go outside. You might need to change your routine. Go outside before 10 and after 3 when the mm. day's are less, um, the, the sun is, is less intense. And again, the old slip, slop, slap, yeah. you know, slide on your sunglasses, make sure you seek shade where you can. Um, so in particular, if we're outside, if we are, you know, partaking in barbecues or things that are outside, make sure we just keep drinking. I'm not talking water, about water, alcohol, water, water. water. <laughs> yes. six, six to eight glasses a day because actually just, those fluids are really important. Mm. And it is also important when it's hot that we still keep active. Um, you know, you can feel your energy draining when it's too hot, but actually even if you're just moving around inside, it's really important as a health protection that you still keep active. Yes. Um, because that actually <coughs> helps everything. It helps your strength and balance. It helps your blood pressure. It improves your sleep. 
Um, so and your flexibility. Oh so yeah. So everything that's around keeping ourselves healthy and our heart strong and our blood pressure good, because we know with older people that there's greater risk mm. um, around some of those things. So again, really focusing on that self care, making sure you keep moving, making sure you keep hydrating, mm. stay out of the sun when it's too intense. I'm diabetic. And I've been diabetic now for about 35, 40 years. And if you're an older person and you've had something like diabetes, the cumulative effects of having an illness that hasn't maybe affected you a heck of a lot, come on when you get older. And um, one of the things that's very important, I think, that you need to try and keep in your mind is nutrition. Um Though, and exercise, because um, if you're diabetic or, or there are other illnesses as well that um, are, are sort of continuous through your life that do start affecting you as you get older, um, if you don't keep up your exercise, so, you know, I have visions of myself puddling in a garden before 10 and after mm. 3, of course. <laughs> but if you don't keep up your exercise, and I do yoga as mm. well, and if you don't eat well, like in summer, it's quite hard sometimes to eat mm. because if it gets very, very hot, um, the last thing you want to do is have possibly a hot meal. So if, if you're not cooking and you don't have salad vegetables mm. and things, you know, you fall back on the old toast and Vegemite. Mm. It's not enough no. And um, and I think that, you know, if you have illnesses or underlying illnesses, um, your nutrition definitely affects how they affect you, and especially in summer when you can actually just get very lethargic and not want to cook and eat. Are there any special places out there that help with um, food for people over the summer months? So I guess the first thing is that there is a real risk of malnutrition yes, amongst older that's people. That's what I guess I'm And saying. so again, um, seek advice, <coughs> like talk to your doctor, get, get the advice from those that can help and can link you to places. But it is just so important that mm. you can keep maintain that healthy weight that you can keep eating a variety and a good healthy combination of yes. foods. Um, the, the protein. Cut down on the ice creams. Yep. <laughs> but having protein, having that calcium, yeah. the vitamin D. And so we've just talked about sun protection, but it's also really important that you get some time when you are getting some sun to help Three that vitamin D. Mm. We want stronger bones. We want better strength and balance. We want um, – so, again, we know that – um, there has been an increase in older people needing to access food banks and other support, mm. and they're not always able to provide as much fresh fruit and or fresh vegetables. But yeah, where you can look, where you can eat seasonally, and you know there are things that are cheaper. Yeah. Um, our personal courgette plant at home always comes into bloom with so many courgettes right at the time that they're very cheap at the supermarket. Mm. So you know. If you are able to have your own produce or just look at what is in season, that's liable to be cheaper. But it's keeping that balanced diet. It's really important. Nowadays, if you have a little bit of income, you can also get um, meals pre-prepared -pre sent to you. And uh, if you get down to the supermarket, they have bags with all the ingredients in them to cook something delicious. 
um, without you having to go to your yeah. recipe books. Just You can just purchase yeah. the meals that you want to make. So there are a lot more options these days. There are more options and, and also places like your local age concern or other groups in the community might offer some cooking classes. Through our health promotion programs, we focus on nutrition and we try and put support in, into people and sometimes it's someone who might have lost a partner. Okay, this moves us, segues beautifully into um, a discussion I wanted to have about what age concern actually does in a practical way. What sort of things, I mean, uh, you've talked to me about five eyes. Do you want to describe what that is? So I guess one of the things in coming from the child sector is one of the phrases that was very common um, in terms of protective factors for children were five eyes on the under fives. Mm. So that actually if we knew that there were five different sets of eyes seeing a child, that actually that was a protective factor against abuse and vulnerability. And I think now moving to the older person sector, that that concept's still really good. Yes, Like actually is. knowing that five different sets of eyes might see you over a week, might see some deterioration, or might miss you if you're not there mm. and they could ring and find out yep. information. So right across our age concern networks, our local age concerns are all different, but they offer a range of services, be it a visiting service. Oh, that's great. Um, social connection activities. You know, we run Steady As You Go, which is a strength and balance program mm. that's obviously got lots of support for... Well, a lot of older people have falls yep. and that yep. causes a lot so of So the falls damage. prevention, but it's also a social connection. Right. Um, people coming to the groups regularly. We run Staying Safe, um, which is around older drivers um, oh. getting, you know, retaining their confidence in driving or thinking about what will happen when I can't drive. Anymore. Yes, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. And so, and we also have elder abuse services. So, I guess for me, what age concern are, are a place in your community you can go. And if we don't know, we'll know who should know. Yeah. And so, and it's around that connecting of communities for whatever your needs are. So, if you're an elder, older person and you have a need to reach out, how do you reach out to age concern? So, we've got an 0800 number. 0800 65 which actually is the age group that we cover as well, <laughs> 65 <laughs> to 105. <laughs> and I guess when we think about that, we're also dealing with at least two, maybe three generations. Yeah. So when we talk around our 65s, um, you know, 65 to 80, a lot of them are still in the workforce or still oh, yeah, quite active. And sure. then we have those that are still very active over 80, yes. but those that might be slowing down and mm. need some more support. So we work across that. So ring the 0800 number. You can be connected to an age concern in your local community. So I'm just going to repeat that number. It's 0800 65 2105. And I just want to thank you so much, Karen. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Please take on board some of the things that have been suggested today. The Christmas and the holiday and the summer season can be difficult. And if you find that's happening, don't forget to call your local age concern. Thanks for coming in, Karen. Oh, and thanks for the opportunity. No Miles. problem. Great to talk. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.